901, let's pray. Welcome back. I'm Stephanie Powell, and I have with me my lovely podcast assistant um, leader, Pearl Holland. <laughs> Stephanie, you're so funny. <laughs> Pearl Holland, the one who challenges me um, to grow in that prayer journey. And so, and it is a journey. Uh, girl, uh, you challenge me. An, I appreciate well, you. It's an iron sharpening iron thing, and, and we hope that, mm-hmm. um, you know, others can be encouraged in the same, because it is a journey. For and sure. today, you know, we've, I've been encouraged um, recently, you know, in this Lent season of, you know, <laughs> giving things up and really focusing our heart on on Christ and, you know, what Christ has done for us. And in the sense of prayer, just being reminded of different aspects of um of that and one thing well several scriptures have come to mind but one of the first ones that you know was just in the the idea that christ modeled prayer when he walked on when he walked on the earth as fully man um Mm -hmm. and he you know he saw the importance of just modeling of how how to pray and the importance of prayer and Luke five sixteen is one of those verses um, that reminds us of that. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Yeah, that's deep. And so it is lonely, but just the important lonely places, <laughs> lonely places. Yeah. But he he knew the importance of getting away and continuing and to have that that relationship and that connection mm-hmm. and. And, um, and to model that. Um, he had to unplug even there, even though there was not the plugged in technology we have now. He unplugged, he would go into a lonely place, no distractions, no no stuff, whatever the stuff was, you know, it's really yeah. a good reminder. And I think you were, I think you mentioned um, the garden. Yes. Yes, and I love that, especially in this season, but always is from Mark 14, 32. They went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said, sit here while I pray. So bringing people alongside him to pray. It's a, it's a good thing. We want to talk about how the disciples fell asleep while they were <laughs> praying. But yes, just the- we'll just stop at that. <laughs> no, I, and I love, I, I love that aspect of you know, we're broken people. We are not perfect mm-hmm. prayer warriors, but we, he, like I said, he modeled the importance of it. And we know, sure. you know, just the beauty of it and being able to have a relationship and have a savior that has walked on the earth, but also that we can be in commun- communion with and be able to have conversation yeah. and just pour our hearts out, bring our needs and lay them at, lay them at his feet. And, um, you know, I think another one as he walked on the earth and he got to, um, you know, was when he prayed for the disciples in John 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we you, people can go and, and read John 17 on their own and, and just read the prayer of Jesus. But one aspect of that, that prayer as he prayed for the disciples, I love that um, as it came to my mind in John 17, 15, where it says, you know, my prayer is not that you take them. He's praying, um, and he says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Sure. Um, 
And like I said, I just, I love that comforting aspect of think about like the heart of the heart of Christ to, you know, we are broken. We fall short, you know, but at the same time we have a savior that is speaking on our behalf and, and is praying and interceding. Yes. And even like, he's not trying to be funny, but these are the same people that fell asleep on him and he didn't pray that. Hey, could you give them uh, more stamina to stay awake when it's time to pray? I mean, he genuinely asked for them to be able to be protected, to be able to do the things. And I just, where his focus was even when praying, he didn't pray out of his disappointment. You know, he prayed really for their betterment. And that's really, that's a good reminder. Um, I like to, and Romans 8 when he says it says who then is the one who condemns no one Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us that's really he did it in the garden he did it when he prayed for them in John 17 and he's still doing it from a distance all throughout scripture and just the fact that the one who sits at the right hand of God, you know, um, the one who sacrificed his life, he's, he never sleeps and he's constantly praying for us and praying us through, um, Mm -hmm. things, whatever, like anybody might be up against or walking through. Don't think that, even if you voice it or not, don't think that God doesn't know, like whether it be yes. something with your kids or whether it be something at work or something with your family or your spouse or, you know, uh, a diagnosis, whatever you might be journeying through, he's yeah. walking right there with you and praying yeah. you through that. And um, it's something that that's we don't a good reminder. Like, even if we don't give voice to it, like even if we feel like we've kind of pushed it in the closet of our feelings or thoughts, like Jesus is still faithful to champion that with, you know, for us, he's on our behalf interceding us. I like that. Yes, for sure. I think there's one other scripture um, and I'll let you yeah. um, read that scripture. Yes. In Romans 8, 26 and 27. Yes, it says, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. I just really love that. Like the groaning, I think, I think we can all relate to that. We have times that we are groaning and I think that's okay to me I see that as like man rather than let my groaning twist to complaining let my groaning go to the Lord and he like like a baby babbles and we try to interpret what a baby's saying and process them through with their speech I think that's the heart of the father to do for us too as we're just at a place of groaning about whatever like the things you mentioned maybe it's kids maybe it's work maybe it's family maybe it could be a myriad of things but whatever those groanings like he wants to walk us through that that prayer he wants to intercede for us and I just 
that's a good picture and a good reminder because we would never like look down on a baby for like not being able to say the sentence you know whatever fill in the blank maybe they call something wrong they call the dog like rough rough or whatever we wouldn't like scold the, the kid and so god's patient with us like that too to just come on just converse bring it bring the groans bring it on <laughs> yeah interceding and I, and I think too at times we journey through um, difficult situations that mm-hmm. show us just that draw us into dependence upon um, yeah. our relationship with him. You know, if we've, if we've got it all together and we don't really need him, then we might not go to him. And so in yeah. that dependence, um, those depending times, and we're definitely in, in those seasons now more than sometimes we've been previously. And there t- sure. they may be tough times, but in a good way if we're depending upon um you know our maker and creator the one who mm-hmm. um, who knows all things and intercedes on our behalf and so yeah we can be confident in his ways and his will but i just we want to just give everybody a reminder just find your minute even if it's groaning for a minute just do it before the lord let him intercede for you but find your minute um, to pray 